I think at the start of the year, we're really going to really feel like, dang, we really in a recession. The money is kind of run a little bit dry and money's not stretching. And they're going to feel the residuals of overstretching during the holidays because everybody wants to give. Everybody likes to buy. Don't nobody want to stop buying right now. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free podcast. Shira, how are you doing on today? I'm doing okay. okay. It's I think we got an extra hour of sleep last night. Yes. So when I woke up, you know, I wasn't as tired. So I started off appreciating it and then feeling a little bit down <laughs> when it starts to get dark you know yeah, around like 5 30 yeah i don't like that for the for ending the day like the days end too fast but me working graveyards when i come home at like 4 35 in the morning then it's still it's really dark so i kind of like that because it feels like you can get more yeah sleep. It's i easier. can just go right to sleep like that but yeah That's i hate good. the shorter days and Shara, how do you feel about like this kind of cold weather I'm not really feeling it. Well, I was at first. I was like, wow, I really like fall. Yeah. But, you know, over the last couple of days, it has gotten pretty cold here. And our cold is a lot different from cold in other parts of the country. Right. Because, you know, we live in a region where it's very, it gets really hot during the summer. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we just become accustomed to the warmth and yes. as soon as we feel any cold like we're ready for a puff jacket right and- <laughs> we dressing like we in Minnesota like, yes um, so maybe you know in our area I think we're a bit dramatic in, in that respect but I'll it's t- definitely hoodie weather but you might need a coat yeah and I'll tell you what it is for me Sharon I mean, there may be some uh, shallowness involved but you know your boy been in the gym you know what I'm saying and uh, I, I was started wearing more t-shirts like i started getting more comfortable in t-shirts and now it's like that season didn't last long enough for me now i gotta put on oh goodies my goodness and, you know what i'm saying i gotta cover up these guns but i just i'm not really into like covering up right now i really was getting used to just t-shirts and shorts you well know? maybe you can buy your sweaters one size smaller <laughs> so we can still see the goods <laughs> yeah maybe you're right but Shire, we're going to get right into this show. Hopefully you all are doing well out there. Thank you for tuning in. And like we always ask, if you enjoy this podcast, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars only, please, y'all. We appreciate it. Uh, but we're going to get right into this topic, Shire, because um, 
I think it's good for today. I think it's good for the times. Uh, yes. We're going to be talking about an article from, uh, from Yahoo Finance. And the title of this article is, If You Don't Need It, Don't Buy It Right Now. Wow. Here's where the latest Fed rate hike will hit you hardest and where, um, excuse me, and what you can do about it. I mm. think this is important, Shire, because um, we're getting into the real weeds of this thing. This recession thing is really starting to gear up. People are saying that after December, first of all, I think Americans are going to go buy crazy. Like, uh, buy crazy? Like buying up stuff? Buying up stuff, Shire. Okay. The numbers for Halloween were bigger than last year. People spent more money on Halloween. I think people are going to do the same for Thanksgiving. And I think even if people are going to stretch beyond their reach for Christmas. Okay. And I think when the first of the year turns on and now people got to start paying those student loans again and people really get off of the high that we're on because we're like still on that high of all of the government um, assistance for COVID and the extended EDD uh, unemployment we're still running on the fumes of that and many economists have said and so I think at the start of the year we're really going to really feel like dang we really in a recession the money is kind of run a little bit dry and money's not stretching and they're going to feel the residuals of overstretching during the holidays because everybody wants to give everybody likes to buy don't nobody want to stop buying right now you know well I think some of this happens every year, right? Yes, every every year. every year it's like, okay, what is going to be my holiday budget? Now, I do feel you on the Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you're taking a, a strike at me. I bought a lot of candy, okay? And we you got was a quite candy nuts, yes, we child. got we had quite a few trick or treaters. Yeah, we did. And I still had some candy left over. Sure did. So yeah, I really. I didn't not not that I didn't spare any expense. I mean, I wasn't giving out full size candy bars. Yeah, but you know, I wanted to partake in in people want to live. You know, okay. Um, but yeah, I think every year it's kind of like, okay, what is my budget going to be? Right. And I, and you're right. You know, there were some stimulus checks, and in California where we live, they're still doing. Getting them. We're still getting them. So a lot of people got. Um, one stimulus i don't even remember the name of it but it was it was based on income so Mm -hmm. not not all families got it and now they're doing a second stimulus that is around the high gas prices Mm -hmm. like some type of gas relief i should have had this information pulled up but just yeah so so on the card they were giving out cards for kids like during the summer of last year cars for kids cards Remember they were giving like these debit oh, cards. Oh, you mean like the EBT? Yeah, they were like just giving food. us stuff. We like, oh, okay, all right. Like, so there was a lot of it's in California specifically. We were, we were briefing the benefits of federal. Well, you about stimulus. to call them handouts, but I think a lot of families a lot of families needed, needed it. You know, but it's weird because it's like we technically didn't need it, but we were still getting them. I'm not you know here to. I mean? I'm not. I mean, I ain't giving y'all y'all cards back, but you know what I mean. I mean I'm, I'm just. I'm just highlighting how much well i mean that well that just speaks to the pandemic and it really being unprecedented and yes. that maybe they the government didn't want to take the time to say yeah. okay you get it you don't you get it you don't you get it you don't um but, but anyway that, no, that's what's, that's what's everything yeah um but you know going back to this article 
if you don't need it, don't buy it right now. And mm. what stands out to me is that it's not saying don't ever buy it. Mm -hmm. It's just really saying that now may not be the time. Yeah. And for me, that's a good reminder because it's good. It's good. I'm an avid online shopper. I keep things in my shopping cart. I contemplate, you know, sometimes I empty the shopping cart, but sometimes I do go ahead and press buy. Yeah. And so, you know, as we're moving into uh, this era mm -hmm. of increased prices, you know, I, I, I think the article may have some good points. Very so timely. maybe we can dive into it a little bit more. So what are some of the things that they're telling us that we should not, uh, dive into yeah let's let's, let's i check see the out, first so. one um that's listed is mortgages so yep we know how that's kind of the default you know the fed raising the rates automatically affects mortgages and for any avid listener you already know this because i go through this weekly on the quick cast me and shire did, has done some in-depth things on how the interest rate can change your monthly premium very drastically but yep. see yeah and to your point i will go ahead and read this it says that if you already own a home and have a fixed mortgage excuse me a fixed rate mortgage then the rates won't uh Whew, won't impact you. you but if you have a variable rate you may see a difference yes and if you're looking to buy now you've already lost a significant amount of buying, buying power. power. I mean, yes, but some in some areas of the country, the prices are coming down. Yeah, the and home prices. So are coming you're down likely for sure. to be approved for less, and now you can get a home for a little bit less. Mm -hmm. But the interest rate being so high, I can see why this is listed as something that you might want to hold off on. Yeah, sure, because. Although the prices are going down, we they're going down from a hyper ballooned number. So it's like they they may go down 10, 15, 20%, but it's 10, 15, 20%. You're talking about of, the cost of a home. Cost of a home. It's going down off of something that was already too high. So it really needs to come down like we need to take off 50, you know. I think 30% are yeah. oh okay, 50%. Uh no. Maybe not 50%, but you need to come down significantly more for it to you know, kind of. I'm saying that as a homeowner, I wouldn't want the equity in my house oh, to just cut no, in half. No, no, yeah, that's a whole. And I don't think that that's what they're trying to do here. But. No, no, but for new buyers is what I'm saying because you made mention of, you know, how maybe the price drops may help to, to to be able to afford to be able to afford. Yeah. I think we still need to get lower before we can before it could really. The prices need to get lower. Yeah, the prices need would need to get much yeah. lower to offset how high interest is. So I think overall, like yeah. high interest is going to affect you if you're in them, if you're buying. Right. And the other thing that it speaks to is that with the increase in interest rates, and that means less people are going to qualify for a mortgage. Mm. They say for every percent that the rate goes up, there's about a half a million less people qualifying Yo, for a home. That's insane. So that just kind of knocks out people. So it even if you want it to be better kind of vibes. Is that what it's well, saying in essence? It didn't mention credit, okay. but I'm sure credit is a factor. But it's saying that it's becoming more expensive to buy. And maybe based off mm. your income, yeah, like there your you credit, go. like you said, and maybe Debt some other income, factors, yeah. you're just not qualifying. Yeah, definitely. Where if the interest rates were low, you would qualify. That makes it sense. Would, you would be able to you know, have a house payment that made more sense for your budget. 
Yeah. So do you agree? Do you agree with this? That yes, I do agree. A mortgage is if you don't need it, don't don't get one right now. One thousand percent. I'm sorry to all my real estate brokers and like y'all know I love y'all. Y'all know y'all know me and Shire in general are proponents of buying real estate. Like like that's what we do. You know what I mean? But right now, just for right now. If I had to give a word of of admonishment, I'm not going to say advice because we can't give advice. You know what I mean? Shot. But if I had to give a word of admonishment or encouragement, it would be if you don't need it, don't buy it. And we're going to tell you what you could be doing in the interim. when I think when we get to our last bullet point here. But yeah, I th- yeah. Yeah. I think they did give a tip here, which I think is valid. And we've done yes. that if you are going to purchase a house anyway, then you should try to. um to buy your rate down and yes. that is basically when the the buyer pays extra money up front mm-hmm. to knock off some of those we definitely do that uh, percentage points a lot of times we'll use the funds we'll we'll buy a home and we'll we'll do it um on the contingent that the seller plays pays the closing costs and sometimes we'll just take the funds that the seller provides for closing and will reassign them to buying points down. You have an option to do that. Yeah. And so we've done that. Even in your primary, yeah. even in our primary residence purchase, mm-hmm. we had a little bit larger of a down payment, mm-hmm. but we, we basically were able down. to, yeah, for sure. you know, bump some points down. Yeah. So every little bit helps in a time like this, Shire. So I think, uh, yeah, that's very important. Okay. Another thing that it says is that if you already own a home and have a home equity line of credit, those rates will be affected um, as well. So as the feds increase the interest rate, it's going to affect that. And that makes me think of um, the article that we were featured in recently where it highlighted the fact that we used a HELOC Mm -hmm. to purchase our first uh, rental property. And so that's definitely something to consider if you were to take out a HELOC how the increased interest rates will impact impact you and you know we don't currently have a HELOC Mm -hmm. um, but we did use that strategy to purchase our first home and you know we've been talking like I'm not sure if that's something that we would even recommend Mm -hmm. like right now because it is a different time right it's a different time timing is everything right Uh, okay and before we move on to the next point I want to say guys i'm seeing a lot of what's the word i'm looking for so i'm gonna tip my tongue In, just to say for now a lot of interesting loan types being mm-hmm. loan products being presented yes. adjustable rates are on the rise no down payment is on the rise uh interest only loans guys these are things that were i know we're all young and maybe if many of us who were adults in 2008, 2009, were not, we were young adults. This, these things blew up the market in 2008, 2009. So don't get wrapped up in those things, those adjustable rate loans, those interest only loans. And these kind of no, these loans that sound too good to be true. They, they will get you in hot water if you're not careful, mm-hmm. especially in times like this, because right now, Real estate agents, brokers, banks, 
they all want to sell home sell homes. They don't want right. to stop selling homes. Right. So they're going to do whatever creatively they can do to get you in a home. Unfortunately, sometimes it can hurt the home buyer. And by the time the home buyer is affected, all the parties that were involved, they they're moved gone. on. They moved on yeah. to the next So, person. for example, so if, say you you purchase a new home and you're working with the builder, the builder might say, you know, we'll offer you this interest rate for the first year. Mhm. You know, and so then you're looking at your what your payment could be, and you say, "Wow, this is something that I can manage." Can do this. Then a year or two down the line, the rates are worse. The rates are worse, or, or back the market up is worse, or whatever. That that totally um happened to to folks, yeah. and so we have to do our best to learn, you know, from from history. So the next thing that they have on here is credit cards, saying that you know Americans have a lot of of credit card debt, over four hundred, excuse me, over eight hundred forty billion worth yeah um and when the federal rates goes up so does the interest on that debt now let's talk about this i'm getting ready to look this up because i'm curious to know how many what what percentage of credit card debt is fixed i think it's very very low um let me see I, talk yeah, I I'm not up, sure, sorry. but um, but what they're recommending is that if you are using a credit card, that you know you should pay them down so there's no balance to have an interest rate charged on. And some people do that. Some people will use a credit card and then at the end of the month, you know, pay it off entirely. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying, well, if if you can do that, then do it. I think the thing for credit, if you're buying things that you that you don't necessarily need like i understand that sometimes people will have a credit card for emergencies the best practice is to have an emergency fund for emergencies you you know emergency savings but but you know i i get that there are times where a person may feel that they need to use a credit card to cover an emergency yeah but when you're using your credit card for for things that you actually don't need so that's going back to like the the main point of this article right. that if you don't need it then don't buy don't it buy right it. now and and a large number of credit card debt is not fixed so as the interest goes up with the fed raising the rates you're being it's like having an adjustable rate mortgage you have a your credit card is adjustable if it's not fixed and so as the rates go up your payment start to go up shire and so man that's just a world that if you can help it, you don't want to live in that world right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, that's a good one, Shia. If you don't need, the, I feel like paying using a credit card, unless you're like, unless you do the the travel thing and you're like a travel credit card uh, enthusiast and you do it and you pay it. You know, I, I use my credit card uh, strategically to pay this, and then at the end of the month, I pay it. Some people do that and they can manage that really well. I'm not speaking to those those people, but the folks that you said, Shire, right, that use a credit card as a means for an emergency, you know, savings well, or in lieu of an emergency savings. Yeah, but I'm saying to buy like I'm just gonna go buy some shoes. Oh, okay. that's what I'm talking <laughs> Got about. You. Okay, I feel you on that. You know, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the credit card. If you have an emergency, the priority is that's what emergency savings are for. But we understand. That some folks might still be in the process of building up their emergency fund, but it's you know if you don't need it, then and, and don't I'm buy not, it. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I'm not sure if you read this yet. Did you? 
No, I can though. Let's, so it let, says the oh, median Jesus. interest rate on credit cards in October before the Fed's rate rise was 22.21%. So this, these credit cards, it's, I mean, it's so expensive, right? Highway robbery. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're, whatever you buy, you're going to be paying a lot more back for it. Mm-hmm. So definitely make sure that it's worth it. And the last one, I don't know how I feel about this one, but I know how I feel. But anywho, <laughs> yeah. it's car loans. Man, oh man. Let me so tell you. So it says your car loans won't escape the rate hike either in the first quarter of 2022 the national average rate for a 60 month car loan was 4.07 percent and it will continue going up with the fed's latest announcement 60 months what's that that's That's five years years? five years sweetie he don't believe me 60 months is five years six years shy no, it's not. Let's do the math. 12, 24, 36, 48. 60. 60. Help okay, him, you're right, Jesus. You're right, you're right, you're right. Help them. Okay. 60. So, oh, Lord, man. That's, that's. Let's talk about it, Shire, because me and you, we've made a vow to each other. Not only our wedding vows, but we vowed what? after we did it one time. We've been married 15 years. We did it one time and we said never again. We did what? bought a car with a note yes but i will be honest with you i was strongly considering a car note y'all listen to this i was marcus had to talk me off the cliff but i was strongly considering a car note you was ready to lease a car getting into that bag the lease car bag well i was which is i'm not really sold on a lease here but um i was considering it after one of our cars was totaled in a car accident Mm -hmm. and what we were offered was not enough to purchase a vehicle right so what do you do in that instance y'all do you do you get a loan so you can get the car you want get a car that make makes you feel all warm and fuzzy i thought about it but we said uh-uh bump that. that's not what we did you know i think we actually had an interview with a couple was it the wealth educator we we had it we yes they, they were on our podcast yes shout out to uh, rashad yes and nirvana right and they were just you know they just they really motivated me mm-hmm. to like check myself and say you know what this would this is not a good idea mm-hmm. so we actually went without a car for several months yes and we just had to just you know save save yeah <laughs> yeah humbling right you like ain't y'all got some money y'all could just get Nah, it don't work like that. <laughs> right. So we decided, yeah, like you said, we're gonna do drive our SUV. We have it's one. It's an old SUV, okay. Two thousand three, you know, Honda Pilot. Marcus, we drove that thing. That's almost a twenty year old car. Y'all see I how know. we two thousand three feels like it's so close, but that is it's old. a long way away. <laughs> but it still runs, and you right. know what? The heater works so well in that yes. car. So we drove that thing until we could add on to what. The the check we got for the total of the car, we had to add our little, you know, what I'm saying, put some seasoning on that, add a little yeast to that, and we were able to get our car cash. Yes, we recommend that y'all if you can do that, man, get you a pre-owned, certified pre-owned, nice car that's two to three years old, and just ride that thing, man, because the loans like Shire when we okay so let's when we got our loan for our 2009 Toyota Corolla that was a brand new car 
it was 2008 and we got a 09. So we thought we was really doing something. Mm-hmm. How long before you was like, you know what? These payments is just for the birds. I said maybe a year. Yeah, they were expensive. But I think we, um, you know, I think we, we paid did that a five, off early. Yeah, we paid it off early, which was great. Yeah, that was before we really got on the pay off your debt program. But we really was, we was just done with it. Yes, it's a good feeling to have <sighs> yeah. your car paid off. Felt so free. Yeah. Well, you know, this article does give some advice that if you well, do, if it, you yeah. do have to, if you do have to get a car loan, right? If you feel that you just can't wait and you have to get a home now, then uh, one thing that you definitely want to focus in on is building your credit, making sure that you have a credit score, a good credit score, mm-hmm. um, because having a good credit score really is a big factor in the interest rate that you'll receive for whatever it is that you're trying to purchase. So, yeah. And I really want to rest here, Shire, because many may be listening to this and thinking, well, what am I supposed to do, man? I had goals, man. I was trying to get, you know, I wanted to get a rental property. I wanted to do some things like man what y'all just telling me to just do nothing what am i supposed to do for the next year this credit thing it may take you a year to get your credit score from the sixes to the sevens or the the low eights Mm -hmm. that's what you should do in the interim focus on you know controlling what you can control your credit building up your credit building a a savings emergency savings so you no longer have to have a credit card as your emergency safe so there are things we can do they just don't seem as fun and as sexy like you can't post look at y'all i just got my credit up like those well, I mean, aren't as could, fun you could but, you know but you know you want to post this stuff that you see everybody else posting got me this property got me this isn't it i get caught up in that too but at the end of the day sometimes you got to go into hibernation and get your grind on right for a season so that you could come out And then, you know, show and flex and all this kind of stuff. Right. I mean, I feel that that's exactly where where we are. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we have a multi-year plan, Mm -hmm. you know, to grow our real estate business. And I had to go into my spreadsheet and adjust it. You know, I literally made a high, you know, inflation plan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things are fluid. have slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Because of, you know, the high interest rates and how it affects our ability to be able to, you know, get another, you know, conventional loan for a home. Right. But at the end of the day, we're still working the plan. And at the end of the day, we're still going to get to our destination Mm -hmm. if we, you know, just stay steadfast, you know, and what we are pursuing. And so that's just what it's going to be, you know, for a lot of us. I mean, if we find a way to get a, another property next year, you know, that that would be great. Because right. what I'm looking at is I'm looking at the cash flow. Yes. But with these interest rates being so high, sometimes you have to just say the cash flow is not, it's, it's really not here. It's not here. Exactly. Yeah. You just got to be honest with yourself. Unless you're a cash buyer. If you're a cash buyer, it could be a great time mm-hmm. as the prices uh, come down. Right. You know. Yeah. And you can be able to negotiate it down even further for right. a cash buyer. But if you're putting that twenty percent down, you just you might just have to hold on. Yeah. yeah. And lie in wait yeah. for your moment. Exactly. So just uh just be focusing on and, and even when you say cash buyer, sorry, that brought to my t- my thought. You could be saving to become a cash buyer. You know, if 
that could be something that you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. in the interim. So, or we- you can be increasing your contributions. Yes. So, did you already talk about this on your quick cast about how? Um, oh, I would like to get go into it. I okay. Might, may have mentioned it, but look at me. I don't have any notes pulled up. But like your contributions to your 401k, you have I increased. I did talk about that. Yes. Yeah, I have increased by yes. two thousand um, dollars mm-hmm. each year, and then I think Roth contributions went up by five hundred. Yeah. So and, that's and money Char- that you can put into the market. And Sharon, Char- I know we, we live on the air, but another bag that I want to get into with you is the HSA bag. The who? The oh, health the savings health savings account. account? Another pre-tax kind of situation. We, we, need, we need to talk about that off air a little bit more. So we need to cut these tax, taxable income down a little taste. Oh, but, Lord. Yeah, so there are different things you can do that still will get you progress to your expected end. If that's getting out of debt, if that is re- early retirement, if that whatever that goal is, there's things you can do even in the worst of times, which is what we're, we're headed for as far as the economy. So... We want you to be encouraged. We, we're bringing you this information because we're all living this out in real time. And that's the luxury of being a part of a community like this is we're all kind of building the plane as we fly it. And so hopefully we've been able to give you guys a little something, something on this pod here uh, to encourage you and to, to just let you know and make you aware of the roadblocks ahead. So when you come up to them, you could just hurdle. You know what I'm saying? You could just give them the Heisman pose and, and run right right around them. So, right. Any other yeah. Dashar? No, I think this is um, this is good. It's just a good reminder. Yeah. And then I was, if you do check out the article, there are quite a few comments in in here. As well, well. Let's get to some of them, Shar. Oh, do you that. want to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. We got, we got some time. Um. So, uh, someone says, um, if you. They would amend the advice slightly and say, if you don't need it, don't buy it. If you need it, pay cash. Mm. What do you think about that? Oh, I like that. So if you don't need it, don't buy it. That's number one. But if you do need it, pay still cash. pay cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you, I'll admit that a little bit more. And if okay. you ain't got the cash, go sit down somewhere. Mar- no. Marcus, <laughs> I'm ready to close on that note. All right, y'all. We hope you enjoyed this pod. If you did, like I said on the front end, leave us a five-star review. And I'm going to do this. We're going to gift you our masterclass, Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth, absolutely free for just leaving us a five-star review. So all you have to do is leave a five-star review and then come to our email. Our email is blackmarrieddebtfree at gmail.com. Email us and say, hey, I left a review. Where's my gift? And we will respond with the link to our masterclass just yes. to say thank you. Shire, any other thoughts? Are you good to go? No, I think you you closed us out with that one. All right, y'all. Well, if all hearts and minds are clear, the benediction, not flat. We're going to see y'all on the next pod. This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. And we out. Peace. Bye.